Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the United Pentecostal Church of Paris. How many of you are happy to be in the house of the Lord today? Amen. I know I, for one, am very happy to be in the house of the Lord. Not that I haven't been, y'all, by the way. I've just been at a different house of the Lord, and my goodness, am I glad to be back in this specific one with my church family. If you would, please stand with me. I don't know about y'all, but, and, and maybe it's just something, a Paris, Texas thing that I've been missing, but when I stepped into the house of the Lord today, there was joy here. <laughs> nah, mm, come on. Come on, I don't know if y'all are picking up what I felt, but when I stepped into the house of the Lord, I felt joy here today. I felt a peace that passes all understanding. I felt a strength that gets me through the darkest of the nights. Man, so if you would, if you're feeling anything of what I'm feeling, the Spirit of the Lord is tangible in this place today. So if we can, let's unify and bond together as a body of Christ and worship His name. Amen.
magnify your name Jesus Jesus thank you God you are worthy you are worthy why don't you just keep praising him just entertain his presence oh God you alone are holy you alone are reign forevermore God you hold all power all dominion all power is yours oh god we bless your name we bless your name a thousand generations falling down in worship
think of his goodness. He's great and mighty. My God, how great you are. How great, how great you are. Thank you, Jesus. You're worthy, God. You know, I've been away at, at, at what you would call Bible college. And I, I would have loved to come back and been able to give some great, profound, theological new knowledge that I have, but I just haven't grasped that yet. What I have grasped, though, Pastor, is a greater understanding of the God who loves us. And this love that He gives for us is, is whenever we look at it throughout the Bible... It is an unshakable love. It's a love that, that doesn't ask for anything back. And you know, in the house today, in the house of the Lord today, there is someone here that needs that love. I wish I could discern even greater and I could pinpoint exactly who it was, but I can't. But I know that there's someone that needs a touch and a reminder that God's love is unrelenting. That God's love is unwavering and is unexpected of anything in return. So I've come to remind slash inspire one of us, if it's even just myself, that it doesn't matter what your past holds. That it doesn't matter what things you might have been kept to earlier in your life. In Psalms 136, it says, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His faithfulness is everlasting. If you want the KJV version, it says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. And what all of Psalms 136 says is it says all these different things. It says, number three, it says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for His mercy endureth forever. Number four, to Him who alone doth great wonders, for His mercy endureth forever. The entire chapter of Psalms 136, it says, His mercy endureth forever. That's the final word of God for you today. It's His mercy endureth forever. So I don't know who needs to hear that today. If it's just sterling, thank you, God, because I have a, I have a wicked past. I have a tattered past. But His mercy endureth forever. I also have to cling to that word of God for the things that I desire as well and what I mean by that is we've all had answered prayers right but there's a few unanswered prayers that remain at the altar and just like I have to cling to that to my past I also have to cling to his mercy endureth forever and His Word is not fault. And His Word is not a failure. And so I cling to the promises of God. 
on the prayers that I've kept at the altar that haven't been answered for about 12 years. I cling to the promises of God even though there's some prayers that I haven't seen come to fruition yet. And so right now as we step into this next portion of of the service, I ask that you would come forward in faith. Mm, Not even if you need something, but if you know a loved one that needs something. Because there's a spirit of love here today from the God and He wants to give it out to someone. He wants to pour it out. He wants that mercy to be known to someone in this house here today. So this next portion, we're going to take forward some names that need a healing, that need a touch of the Lord. And if you have any sort of need or if you simply would like to get back into God's arms, feel free to step out up here. Sister Gerald Osmus, Sister Geraldine Osmus, she needs continued prayers. Bethany Anderson, Tracy Watkins, David and Denise Bell, Pat Cochran and family, Gary Kaplager, Yolani Zuniga, Trevor Mitz, Nita Goforth, Brother and Sister Proctor, and Sister Vicki Hohertz. I hope I said that correctly. I'm sorry if I didn't. But at this time, we're going to open up this altar and come expecting a move of God. Don't think it weird if you have to step out up here for a problem that you're going through. Don't think it weird if you're stepping out in faith because you would like to touch God's garment again. Don't think it weird that you're stepping out in faith for someone that's not even in the house of the Lord today because God is here to meet an expecting heart. God is here to meet a faithful heart, a faithful servant. So Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus over this service, God. Lord, Lord, I pray that your will would be done in this house here today, God. Lord, Lord, touch our hearts and our minds and our bodies, God. Lord, I pray that we would have a receptive and open and willing heart towards your will, day, Towards your love and your mercy and your grace that is teaching us to be better and greater. God, we pray in your name, Jesus. Amen.
on me, lift up your song. Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs. Get up and praise the Lord. Come on, my soul. Oh, don't you get shy on me. Sir. 
Big announcement. Brother Sterling is back. Who's <laughs> thankful that he's back? I love Sterling. Love him. Um, the 7th and 8th is North Texas Youth Convention. The 10th is Daylight Savings Time begins. I believe we lose an hour, so that's going to be rough. And then the same day we have Youth Sunday. So even though you're tired, come and show up to Youth Sunday. It's always good. There's always a move of God in there. The 17th is Sister Meyer's birthday party after the PM service. The 21st and 23rd is the Texas District Ladies Conference in Lufkin. The 28th is the Ladies United Fellowship. Sister Callan Rhodes is speaking. The sign-up is in the foyer. And then the 31st is the Mission Pledge Due. If you would pray with me. Lord, I thank you for what you've done in this service, God. I thank you for what you will do, God. I ask you that you'd help us be sensitive to your unto your mind and your voice, God. Jesus' name. Aren't you thankful for the name of Jesus?
is to stand or live in the presence of God daily. Thus, he starts out, give us this day our daily bread. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Typically, a normal North American individual thinks of evil as something that looks evil. Pride don't look evil. Jealousy don't look evil. There are other spirits that he identifies and helps us to understand that whenever we are pulled away from the perfect law of liberty we begin to experience deficits and devaluation so because we understand that in this flesh dwelleth no good thing we come faithfully to the house of God to cleanse ourselves as to the level of our worship our praise and our honor to the one who gives us everything that is beneficial, profitable, and eternally wonderful. And so it is not about just going to a place that looks satisfying. I have eaten in Little Rock, one of the greatest places to eat. You can get a nice meal on the what I call the medium side for about $55. It's, uh, I've only eaten there twice, so you, you would understand why. But it's one of the places where the governor goes. It's one of the places where the statutes people go. And uh, it is cloistered in one of the most unbelievable, pitiful-looking areas of Little Rock, Arkansas. And it's really amazing to me as we face off with a minimum average 70 years. Three score and 10 is what he granted the average to be. Some go at two and some go at a hundred. But typically, you're not going to find anybody that lived over 125. Some of you, I don't think, even have plans of doing that. I can't imagine me up here at 125 years of old. But if that's what he wants, he can do it. A few people in the Bible lasted a pretty good while. But the big deal is not how long or how short. It's how you lived it. It's for what you lived. Because for whatever you live for, that's what you will find your eternity being. If it's this world, it will be only good memories of some nice things. If it's of his world, will be a status change you will actually get a body 
that will fit the climate of perfect in every level, but not just laying on a bed or sitting on a couch. And I can't imagine life like that. That don't appeal to me to just sit in the holy city and just sit there and look at the four walls. He said it's going to be a much bigger deal than that. You're going to rule and reign with me in the universe forever. Could we ask God to give us the bread that we need? Father, give us this day our daily bread. Lead us not into temptation to wish for other things. Deliver us from appetites that would not make us one with you. And I cry out for a spiritual revival that will invade the entire area in which we are living and working. In Jesus' name, amen. I cannot thank you enough for the honor and I think of all the things and people that you have helped through life. We dare not gauge our credibility and relationship with God based on how many that sit in the church service on Sunday or Wednesday or Sunday night, etc. You are affecting people way beyond this building. Everywhere you go, you're affecting people. There are so many preachers that have come and gone through this assembly long before I got here. Great men, great church services, great people that helped make it all happen. This world is filled with many people that learned Jesus Christ way over yonder and way over on the other side of town with that little wood frame building. I've got a picture of that building, and I think of it often. That's where they held one of the big meetings for the Texas district. And uh, so many of the people that sit in that picture were friends of mine, elder friends of mine. It's wonderful to walk with people that care about people. And so that's why we assemble ourselves together. The Bible calls it the washing of the water by the word, and that is to wash off the, well, if that's the way they like it. If that's what they want to do, let them do it. Fortunately, Jesus didn't treat me that way. He kept knocking on my door, saying, And if you will, I will. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden and burdened down with things, worries, fears, inhibitions, all kind of weird thoughts and feelings. He said, I will give you a path that will be simple. It's narrow. You don't have to worry about it. You can see the path. It's my word. I will give you the power to walk in that. I will put my spirit in you. And thus you will have Christ in you, the hope of enduring to the end. It is wonderful to come to the house of God. And the Bible calls it the preaching of the word or the washing of the water by the word. And so we are faithful to go to the house of God for a critical reason. Similarly, 
most of us take a bath at least once a week. I mean, if you work. Now, if you just lay on the couch, forget the bath. They'll come bathe you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there is a philosophy in the world that gets so close, but it don't have a bloodline called Jesus. Thank God for the blood. Because in the word, the blood lives. In the blood, the word lives. You can say it that way or either way. And Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever, is phenomenal. Uh, did, did we get the deal? I'm, I'm going to put a few pictures up here so you can see that. You remember 90% of what you see and only 60% of what you hear, according to statistician. And so I would like for us to at least observe a part of this because what we need to do is ask ourselves this question. What should I look for next? What should I be looking for for my tomorrow? I don't want to try to relive last month. I want a tomorrow that's got fresh glory, fresh wisdom, fresh bread, fresh wine. Most of us, if you have a 60-day lineup of food in your pantry or whatever, you, you have a tendency to throw it out after a while because you want something fresh. The enemy would like for us to try to live on 10 years ago and try to live on five years ago and try to live on five weeks ago and he would love for us to get at ease in Zion or to have, I don't really need to go. I don't need to pray. I don't need. I've got everything I've wanted. Uh, why would I pray now? Your neighbor, the city. It's going to cultivate your grandkids, your kids, and yourself because we are going to ally with somebody and we are going to live forever somewhere. The most thrilling, chilling event of life was that Jesus taught Adam and Eve daily in the perfect land, the perfect setting. The picture on the left depicts a little bit the Messiah and Adam and Eve. Have you noticed they lost everything because they didn't love him with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength? Just boils down to simplicity. The next level is he didn't forget them. He didn't give up on them. They quit him, but he didn't quit them. He's here today to elevate your life to the status that you were intended to be. 
He will be there tomorrow in your prayer meeting. He will be there in your meditations of his word because the spirit of truth is in the truth itself. It is amazing that he didn't stop there. He said, you put me on that cross and you stuffed me in a stale grave, but I don't live with death. I just wanted you to see that the posture of flesh is going to die. But that in that flesh there is a spirit and you can have me or the world spirit. But if I am in you, you will be a new creation. And all things that are the past will be gone and you will fly out of this world. What a picture, four simple pictures. And yet, the prophetic term, the powerfulness and the gloriousness. When you see the word glory, it has to do with victory. So, the glory of the Lord or the victory of the Lord is a triumphant thing. It is easy to somehow miss that if we're not extremely careful because to walk in glory is to know that I am walking in victory. And there is no weapon formed against the glory of the cross, of the resurrection, and the coming of the Messiah. He said, if... I go away, I will come again. Be ready. Don't take a chance. Don't forfeit your right to the cross. Don't forfeit your right to the holiness of God, the righteousness of God. Don't let the world make you think that you're the weirdo. I'm telling you today that Jesus Christ was not a weirdo even though they thought he was a misfit in their religious systems. They had plenty of religion. They just didn't have the power to utilize the glories that fitted spirit and truth. The alignment of spirit and truth produces joy peace and righteousness that is the kingdom of God joy peace and righteousness so when you get dressed every morning and when you leave your house or whenever you go wherever you go make sure you are living in righteousness peace and joy I hear a lot of people thinking that because uh, outside climate is not peaceful Hurricanes, strong, vicious winds, tornadoes, etc. All of the maliciousness of sinful people killing, murdering, slaughtering, doing all kind of weird stuff, trying to find what would satisfy the total person or the total marriage or the total child-parent relationship. There's only one thing that will do it, and that's Jesus Christ and his word. If you really want the perfect light, you have to align yourself with truth. I, uh, I couldn't help it recently. I, I 
somehow my thoughts got off on to the man, Mr. Fritzy, at uh, Red River Chevrolet in Paris and Shreveport, where we lived at that time. And, and uh, I will never forget sitting in his office after I'd been there, and he had furnished me such an opportunity to go to GM school in New Orleans and poured thousands of dollars into my life flew up on the weekend, I mean on the Monday morning and and then flew in Friday and then over and again many times over and he put foot the bill and so when I went in and the call of God was on my life to preach the word of God and go to Bible college and etc. I will never forget sitting in his office and uh, he said uh, it's hard for me to believe that uh, you are turning down the opportunity that I have enjoyed sharing with you. So kind, so nice. I wish I could tell him. I'm not even sure I've been thinking about trying to see if any of his family is still living because I'd like to tell him, you didn't just give me an education in mechanical capabilities. You gave me theories that fit kingdom living, the law of alignment. The laws of the kingdom of the world, how to talk. We had to actually, if you've ever used that uh, Teflon thing that you put between your teeth to make sure there's nothing stuck. We had to take the third member of the car and where the bearings go into what they call the pumpkin. And, and you would torque it down and you would take that piece of wax ring off and check it to make sure it was as flat all the way around. Precise, precision. And God is saying, follow me and I will make you precisely what I am. You will not only be a church goer, you will be the church. You will be in that notorious position of the redeemed of the Lord that will live in perfect peace, perfect joy, perfect righteousness. And don't think it's strange concerning the fiery trials because they're going to torque you to make sure to see what you really are. In your times of trouble, you find out who you really are. When you've been done wrong, you find out who you really are. And that's why we have regular faithful prayer meetings and church attendance and, and hopefully that, that we would stir up that gift within us that the Bible said you're saved by stirring it up. It doesn't say you're saved by getting it. You're just start, start giving power to do it. But he said faith without works is dead or it's not perfect. I did not and cannot lie. He said, I will come as a thief in the night. So I could almost act, add to it the word please because it pleased the Father that in him dwelt all the fullness of the Godhead. He uses the word in the vernacular in the Bible. It pleased or it satisfied or aligned itself with total 
perfection. So today I come to you as humbly as I know how and as yet as exhortingly as I know how and trying to get you ready, that third one, the green one. It will happen just while the busy schedule of flesh is looking for the things of this world. Going here and going there, the Bible says. They run to and fro over the face of the whole earth looking for a place, a thing, a new car, a new house, a new toy, a new this and a new that. But then he turns it right around and he said, I'm going to tell you, you'll receive power after the Holy Ghost, but you'll get the power of God unto salvation by renewing the Holy Ghost. He said, you're saved by the renewing. It just says you're saved into power. It says you're empowered by the Holy Ghost. But you're saved by the renewing of the Holy Ghost is the extremities of the Word of God. I cannot afford to take your tithe dollars and give you less than what you deserve. I cannot afford to take your time to say I'm going to the house of God and not give you the God that belongs in the house. It is imperative that only my word and my spirit, he said, can produce the victory that you're looking for. I did come. I will give you spirit and truth. Truth is the highway. The Spirit, again, is the power of God unto that highway. I will come for those that are ready. Could we just stop a minute right before Luke 10 and praise Him for that much understanding and integrity from a God that is able? God, we cannot praise You enough. We cannot lift our hearts and hands long enough to give You the credit You deserve and the credibility that you honor us with. So Luke 10 and 2, therefore, I'll never forget one of my instructors in college saying, whenever you see the word therefore, look what it's there for. Said he unto them, the harvest truly is great. But the laborers are what? So pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send me into his harvest. I'd like to encourage us to make it personal no matter how it uses the vernacular you're or they. I'm one of they. I am one of them. I am a member of the body of Christ. You mean to me what I mean to myself or I am not in love with him. Because he said, if you don't love your neighbor, you don't love me. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't have a lot of slack time to be goofing around. And we don't have to be worried and fearful. That's not what this message is about. You can literally change your heart and direction in life in seconds while you're listening to the word of God. I can reverse that and show you how that just one voice or one word in the house can make you mad. Like that. Hello? Just the squeak of a 
this or that and the other over and again can get you irritated. And uh, it's pretty easy if we're not extremely careful to just sort of do what we want because this flesh, he says it so carefully and so clearly, in this flesh dwelleth no good thing. So we look neither to the right nor to the left. We look up. For our Redeemer cometh from above, the Father, the source of all light, the source of air, that oxygen, the source of the rain, the source that creates every tree growing. <clears throat> it's pretty, pretty massive when you get to thinking about it. So we know in whom we have believed because we believe he was the creator of heaven and earth. We believe that he is the one that keeps the oxygen flowing. We believe and know that with his spirit inside of us, leading and guiding us into all truth, He said, I will guide you with mine eye. He will embrace you. He will embrace you. He will be with you when he calls, come unto me. All you that labor and are heavy laden and you got all this other stuff stacked up on you, turn it loose, turn to me and I will give you rest. I will give you drink. You will never thirst again because it will be in you a well of water springing up into everlasting life. It's not just a one-time deal where you join a local assembly. It's not just a one-time deal where you have a relation with him and find ecstasy for a few minutes and, and then go on back out and live trying to find ecstasy in the flesh. What a privilege to have a God that could his mind, put his mind on paper and never have to change it. For hundreds of years, the word has been in place. For every, every, every human, there has been the signaled word of God. How, when, and what. It is an amazing thing that we have been given the greatest of opportunities and leave them at the bank. Righteousness, peace, and joy is the Bible what called the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. Watch this now. In the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is not a person. Never was, never will be. If that was so, 
sitting in here today is over a hundred people. There would have to be a hundred Holy Ghosts. No, no. The same, this same spirit shall quicken your mortal body. Somebody say same. Individualistic. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. And you get the Holy Ghost and that makes you a brother or a sister because you are born of the same spirit. That's why we call that brother or sister because, Brother Aaron, is that you in person? Stand up, would you? Ladies and gentlemen, you ought to thank God. Do you, do you appreciate your heritage from some of these Sunday school teachers and some of these people hugging on you when you wasn't worth a hoot? He makes the United Pentecostal Church of Paris look good at Bible College and at the church he's working now. They appreciate a church that developed a young man that didn't have as much possibilities as a lot of people thought maybe he had just coming and going. He decided one day, I will follow him. I will walk with him. I will live in him. You, you, you got a victory lap? And best I remember, you could do a lap. No, no, just take half of it today because everybody may start following you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have no idea how many people you have already sent to mission fields. They may not be over the foreign missions, but they're in cities. They're all over the world. And we're going to keep raising them up in the regular way of living. Victory and victory and victory and victory. Overcoming, overcoming, overcoming. We're not going to let this thing die. We're not going to let it go astray. We're not going to let it just cultivate itself. We are going to cultivate him in this place so that when anybody walks in this house... is stimulated by worship, praising. What a privilege to have that kind of God. So may we consistently live life under the banner. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Jesus was tempted in every point such as we to cleanse that bloodline that Adam, the first Adam, had corrupted. This is the second Adam. That's why the Bible calls him the second Adam. It's because he purified the bloodline again via the spirit and the name that is above every name. And at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he alone is Lord God Almighty. There is none like him. There's none beside him. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism and halabahanda. There is a glory cloud hanging over Paris, Texas, Lamar County and Holy
Holiness is his name. Holiness is his brand. Righteousness is his way. Glory, glory, victory, victory, victory. It's not a one-time thing back yonder. It's happening now. And I want in on it. And I want every one of you in on it. And I want my brothers and sisters that I've not yet met. I want them in on it. This is not a show for the UPC. It is a show of Calvary. It is a show of the resurrection. It is a show of power. Overcoming hell, death, and all the graves. Nothing left up there but me. Musicians are getting ready to come. My soul is bursting with joy knowing that each of us have a Bible that we can study. A lot of people read the Bible, but they just don't study it. You can read numbers. If you can, if you can check out 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, make 9, 10, that doesn't mean you know how to multiply them or divide them or ratio them. You've got to study to know how to use the numbers to get a checking account really big. You also have to learn by study To get a big heart. Heart big enough. You know what? I like you. Because I got to love you. Don't have a choice on that, but I like you. Would you mind him coming up here? I think you're going to be one of my good hands at using you. You know why I like him? I get in trouble I got a feeling he knows how to double them fist up <laughs> would you join me in praying for more people like this people there's a bunch of people in this area that would love to get in on what's happening at this assembly maybe we ought to stand a little bit of a sacrifice Pray for the world around us. God, give me a mission field to go to. There are wonderful people in our city that are looking for the river that never runs dry. Could you develop a passion? I think I know you. Did you ever ride the bus? Would you mind coming up here? hoping those buses get to going again. We got a bunch of these young'uns that have been in Sister Billy's Sunday school class. Now we got other Sister Billy's in Sunday school classes. Would you just look at this wonderful little lady who hell has tried to destroy? But pastor, and this church is not about to give up on her. There's scores of children that have ridden the bus 
been through our Sunday school classes. Would you plead the blood of Jesus over our county? By the power of the blood, by the glory of the resurrection, by the wonderfulness of the Holy Ghost and the wonder of the Word. I pray victory over you, sweetheart. I pray the glory of the Lord rise up in your soul and countless others. Let it flow, let it flow. Would you plead the blood of Jesus over your area of the city? Go ahead and sing. Is there anybody here that would plead the blood of Jesus for the next three to five minutes over your neighborhood, over your relationships? God, make us a light. Make us strong in the Spirit. what he did for us. Weakness is made strong in the blood.
phone number. 